0: Welcome back to Disclaimers Aside, a bi-weekly podcast where I share the raw and honest stories of people in my community, disclaimers aside. I'm your host, Isata Amadou, and let's dive into today's episode. <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of disclaimers aside i'm really excited for this week's episode because it's an interview that i recorded with my two friends medica and sofia they launched their iranian clothing brand called pashmom it's kind of a fusion of ancient iranian culture and modern day iranian culture and i'm so proud of everything that they have done everything that they have created i'm gonna let them speak for themselves in terms of the story of how the brand came to fruition but this week's episode is actually going to be a two-part episode so this is just part one and part two will be airing in a couple weeks so stay tuned for part two and i hope you guys enjoy today's episode i also hope your ramadan has been going well so far and with that let's go ahead and just dive into today's episode welcome to the podcast
1: thank you hi hi us. Thank you for having me again.
0: Okay, so let's get started with some introductions. Who are you and give a two-minute elevator pitch about yourselves?
1: I think medical should go first. I think so too. Oh. Because they already know me. Okay, so
2: um Hi, I- I'm Malika. I just graduated, so congratulations!
1: <laughs> I- to, to Finally, the flood.
2: thank you. <laughs> the flood, the forest, the animals. Oh, thank you so much. Thank Contact
1: you. Santa Cruz is flooding right as we <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. So, so perfect timing. No, I mean it shouldn't happen to begin with, but I mean <laughs> yeah. perfect timing for me, I guess. Um, so yeah, when I was in Santa Cruz, I studied MCD biology or molecular developmental biology, and um, currently unemployed. So, if you got any research jobs. She's uh, her also her single. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> DM <laughs> her. She's got some
2: time
1: on her hands.
2: Yeah. <laughs> a lot of time. <laughs> and uh, during my time at East of Santa Cruz, I was also uh, co-president of ISU. Mm-hmm. Or the Iranian so, Student Union. Yeah. If no one
1: knows isu she's been upgraded to queen of isu fairy godmother yeah supreme leader <laughs> supreme leader but i'm a poli-sci student i go to school with Isotop berkeley i'm a third year but knock on wood i'm graduating this year oh. knock on um,
0: loud, let's make it happen yeah very
1: excited um i'm also single <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. um but i'm not unemployed uh sorry my <laughs> I work. This is something new um, in my life that I'm very excited about. I got a job working at um, an elementary and preschool, but there's a little twist to it. It's a Persian immersion school, so like all of the classes are in Farsi and English, and the little kids like they have Farsi integrated into their education and like how they talk to the teachers, and I have to speak with them in Farsi like the whole time, or at least I tried my best to. So it's really fun and. Yeah, that's my update. Yeah. Also,
0: technically, you're not unemployed. You're self-employed. She's self-employed. <laughs> self-employed yeah.
1: She's an entrepreneur. So, no, because this really yeah. is a, a part-time job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really it <laughs> is. We've been putting in the work. <laughs> this has <Huh>. been stressful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> we got like update news today, and it was so stressful.
1: So, <laughs> so no bad news today. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: could tell because you guys were a little silent in the group chat. I was like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So we
0: were dealing with stuff with China. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with China. okay so disclaimers aside what is an unpopular opinion you guys have
2: okay I'm gonna start um butt wipes you know
1: <laughs> so, What about them? <laughs> you have to use them you
2: have to i okay i am like a full advocate of butt wipes okay like specifically like you know not like like baby wipes or like mm. cotton wipes adult just, like,
1: adult baby wipes
2: yeah adult baby wipes like i am a full advocate and think everyone should use butt wipes mm. if you don't what are you doing um, <laughs> <laughs> they're walking around dirty. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you get mud on your feet, like, do you just use, like, plain toilet paper or, like, but if you have mud on your feet, you don't just use, like, paper.
0: Paper. You would use water. Yeah, you use Yeah, water. you do water, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. I've never used bow wipes, but we have a bidet. Yeah,
1: bidet, same thing. But you don't always have access to the bidet.
0: Yeah. That's true, but Or I don't. to, like, a
1: watering can. You don't always have access. That's why I
0: don't to... do number two in public. Like I don't. I only do that at home.
1: Oh, you're not gonna use butt wipes in public. Should I make this a poll on the? (laughs) Yeah, that should be. To use wipes or bidet. Yeah, but some people use
0: neither. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like people use neither. I don't understand.
1: understand. My unpopular opinion is you should. Everyone should try chips with yogurt. Yes. Like, when you're oh, going to grab yeah. a chi- bag of chips, like, have a bowl of yogurt, like, yes. plain yogurt next to you and dip it. I think it's a Persian thing, but like, yeah. I always like dry chips, just don't eat the same if it's not with yogurt. It's yeah. kind of
0: like, um, like when people do like chips with the sour cream dipping, kind
1: yeah, of. but yeah. I feel like sour cream is like unhealthy too.
2: This is like know. just like regular plain, like, yogurt, yeah, mm. like no flavoring whatsoever,
1: yeah, just like plain. Even we dip like, um, lavash bread i feel like most people know what that is it's like a thin bread mm-hmm. you just dip that in like yogurt and it's so good, good. yeah like garlic Delicious. yogurt it's like, kind of like
2: chips and dip but like chips and yogurt. Just, like
1: if you if you're in Iran, actually i think some persian restaurants do this too like you know how cheesecake factory they just bring a bread bowl for you yeah they the bring bread? you like a in Iran they bring you like a cup of yogurt a bowl of yogurt with bread yeah. actually
0: when out. i went to turkey it was like they would always bring um they would bring out really good bread and then they would bring like the little tray with all the dips mm-hmm. and there was one dip that was so good it was like yogurt and cu- cucumbers and like oh other and yeah. It was yeah so good. that was my favorite classic. one yeah i feel that's like it like, would taste really similar yeah. a,
1: we eat it with almost every meal that's really good yeah in
2: farsi it's called like masakhir. yeah yeah
1: and then there's mm-hmm. another one that's like garlic no no uh cucumber it's
2: just, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The garlic one, mm-hmm. I prefer that one. Yeah, <laughs> that I like one? those because my
0: spice tolerance is like not the best. Mm-hmm. So like, it's good. it's a lot spicy of spicy dip. No, cause like when sometimes when uh, people make like salsa, but they make it really spicy, oh, or yeah, just other yeah, like yeah. spicy dips in general. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: yeah, I feel like our food is more like sour, savory. Yeah. Oh, That's kind of like the Ethiopian. Oh yeah. I remember yeah, how it was like, has, like very like, some sour. Yeah. and sour. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a misconception people have about Persians is like, "Oh, just because we're we're like color, like, you know, we're not white. Yeah. <laughs> we're not like it, American, we can handle spice." But for yeah. me, I can't because our food isn't s- traditionally spicy unless you're from the south of Iran. Yeah. Can, like eat peppers. Same. Yeah.
2: But like I grew up eating so much hot Cheetos that I <laughs> yeah. think that spice yeah. tolerance is like kind of a <laughs> little bit better. That
1: but
0: looks like, good. Anyone's spice tolerance is better than hers. I'm sorry. You're <laughs> like,
1: she got like nice. no, we went to the other day to an Indian restaurant and she got chicken tikka masala, no spice, and it was spicy. Food. They put spice in that <laughs> Okay,
0: so before we discuss the brand, how did you two meet and what was your first impressions of one another?
1: Well, we met on Zoom, like virtually. Actually, 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 I want to go back. Didn't you I stop? I don't know if Medica knows this. No, I don't think, I don't know if Medica knows this, but I knew you before ISU because... What? Um, I was in my college ten, like in Santa Cruz, you, everyone like has to take a class for whatever college they're in, and you know, it's like a social justice class, right? Uh-huh. So then we had to write slug stories, and this is I think before ISU started having meetings and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, our professor like gave us a link to previous students' slug stories, which is like basically a story of your life, or just like a story you want to share to the class that is like has meaning, or you, it has to be well written, I guess. Anyway. And obviously, Santa Cruz Moscow is a slug, right? So then he sent us the link like in the beginning of the year, and I wanted to get it started early. So I was reading other people's, and you can put in like keywords in the search bar of like what slug stories uh, of others you want to read, right? So I just put in Iran. Medica boom pops up. No!
2: (laughs) No How long have you been holding on to this and you never told her? No, no, no.
1: no. uh, Her picture was on her profile.
2: Oh, my picture Um, was on there, too? Your your picture was there, and I read your story. I think it was for extra credit, I remember. If you put it up, it was for extra credit. And I was like, okay, I'll take this opportunity. Of course.
1: It helps you with networking, too, because I I read that, and I was like, oh my god, she's so funny. That's so funny. Because you were like, like, um... I don't know, like, my cousin's crowded me like, a mall at Coachella or something like that. Or, <laughs> like, know, oh a mosh pit of family around me. Or, yeah. I don't know what, you said something, like, really funny. And I was like, yeah. oh, I wonder if she already graduated or if I'm going to uh-huh. meet her. Like, she's, she's seems cool. Yeah. And then I completely forgot. And then I think I realized, like, midway through the Zoom that, like, oh, wait, they're the same person. Oh, like, her so from the story and then her from Zoom. That's so interesting.
2: Yeah, my book story was about, like, my first time going to Iran. Oh like, really? Yeah, it was like when I was. No, short. I copied
1: you. Mine was too. <laughs> <laughs> <of it>.
2: Perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got my inspiration from you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, wow, well, I relate to what she's saying because there was another one about Iran, but I didn't relate to it that much.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm, Interesting.
1: Yeah, and then my first impression from you though was on Zoom, like she was really random. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we would, she would be late to the meetings. She was, she wasn't present at the time. But, yeah, and then she'd be, like, in the car driving to get sl- sl- slushies. Mm-hmm. And then, like,
2: <laughs> that sounds like you.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and, like, you would be driving with, like, two slushies, like, in your thing, and then it's, like, there's, like, slushy juice, like, spraying at the floor, bro. It was just chaotic fun, was my first impression of you. Or what's it called? You, like, interrupted the meeting to talk up. You're like, guys, I have to get this off my chest. Like, I got this, um, f- what's it called? Like, those fuzzy blankets from Costco. Oh, Snuggy. Like, uh, Comfy. Comfy. Yeah, everyone go by a comfy. (laughs) You were like showing, you were like jumping up and down in your comfy. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I remember I got up on a chair just to show the length of the (laughs) comfy. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Like, I think you showed your dad wearing the comfy or no, something. No, one thing about yeah. you is
2: you can sell anything. <laughs> yeah. like, you can sell truly yeah. any product. You I could. mean when I
1: really You're like a product,
3: wear.
2: I really like she a product. Goes, <laughs> she goes she's loyal. Yeah, I'm really loyal I still wear that comfy. I wore it yesterday.
1: Like it's amazing. <laughs> no like I met you three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Over over three years ago. No. Years. No, no, no. Less than three years. I yeah, do know. You I do the math. I was oh, freshman years. year. Freshman year. Freshman yes, year. And now we're a ju- I'm a junior. Okay. So yeah, three know. years. Yeah, yeah. Oh.
2: So yeah, my first impression was okay. I remember it, it was like your background. It was just like you were very like aesthetic. Like you were like hipster. Oh. <laughs> hipster. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sarah <laughs> still like comments on that about <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sarah. Oh, Sarah. No, yeah, we have a. We was have it a your friend, background Sarah? at home? My home, because um, it was quarantine, right? And I did like this whole gallery wall on my wall. I like got magazine clippings, and I like found oh. aesthetic things on Pinterest. And then I like put covered my entire wall with like just random pictures and stuff. And then that was my background for class and Zoom.
2: Yeah so I took it
1: down. Now I'm in my um minimalist stare. <laughs> yeah, it's a blank wall now
2: yeah but like you get me very like like hipster but like like but I remember like one time, oh one time we, oh, I'll never forget, we went to like we all it was like during zoom and we all went into like separate groups and it was like me uh, sophia and i think it was taha too okay really? and then, yeah and we just like me and uh, sophia were so like confident on like trader joe's and stuff we were so into it like we were just yeah. talking about how great trader joe's is and Excellent. then like taha was saying like oh like i've never been and we're like how dare you That's crazy. <laughs> That's criminal. Just bonded over bullying. (laughs) Yeah, and we both bonded over Trader Joe's, and like I don't remember this
1: conversation.
2: I (laughs) totally remember. I'll never forget, but I will. (laughs) Yeah, and then like later on, like I was like so impressed by how like like you knew like Persian music too, like because a lot of us in our age, like we. Oh yeah, I do
1: remember I won the Persian Jeopardy. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, and then like. I say like so much,
1: so sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> okay. It's
2: okay. Never apologize. Never apologize. But um, yeah, I just remember like, like I just, <laughs> I don't know how to say it.
1: But like, I was. No,
2: it's okay. My impression of Sophia was very impressed okay. because, okay. and also I felt really connected to her because, on not a lot of people who grow up in America were really that connected, or knew Mm. so much, like, modern Persian music, or just so much information, or so, like, like, passionate about being, like, Persian.
1: Yeah, no, I got the same impression of you. Okay, over Zoom, like, everyone blends into each other, because... Obviously, me like I was going. I was brand new freshman in college, so everyone was a stranger. But Medica was always my favorite. She really stood <laughs> out to me. She yeah, made a, she made a splash. A, a splash. splash. <laughs> yeah, literally with
2: her 7-Eleven. Oh, when you applied to become board member of like the ISU, bro, oh, I was like, I was so like, for I was my like my this girl's gonna be president. <laughs> no, I was so
1: nervous for my interview. I remember
2: you did so good. You were the best, honestly. Oh, thank you. I remember telling Sarah, she's gonna
1: become president. Okay. I almost was. Almost, you almost it's okay. There. I felt like I was so involved in ISU though when I moved there in person because I was like, oh my god, I've been so deprived of like social interaction. Like I'm just gonna throw my whole self into it. I got the involvement I wanted out of
0: it. Oh. And also with Santa Cruz, you really have to seek out a social life. Like
1: <laughs> you am <know, I'm laughs> really, I'm you <throw> <laughs> done for it. Like, whole chest. You got to like <laughs> yeah. for it. Because so, if not, you're gonna be alone. Alone. Yeah. Isolated yeah. in the forest. With all the deers. And turkeys. And turkeys, yeah. yeah. No, I was so close. I said we were both, like, close to mental breakdowns. No. Like, waiting yes. for the bus. We were like, oh, we might as well just ride the deer. Like, I mean, <laughs> it also sucks because
2: you guys started during COVID. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So socially, it was really hard in the beginning.
2: Yeah. But you helped me.
1: Yeah. This is an advertisement for ICU.
0: Funny enough, I was actually there and got to witness you guys decide to actually start Pash Mom. And it was really cool. But can you tell the story of coming up with the idea of starting it? Like, where did that start?
2: So, we were all in
1: McHenry, right?
2: Yeah, so yeah. we were all
1: in McHenry, and... Oh, we had just f- finished recording ep- uh, one episode of Disclaimers Aside. No, 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 no sorry. No, it was we
2: Intellectual were... Property. The
0: fa- also, intellectual I vlogged that property day. of
1: Fashion.
2: You vlogged that day, too?
0: Yeah. Remember- yeah oh,
2: you were in her vlog. You were in, her you in the vlog, too. That was that same day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot we happened that day.
1: It. A lot. <laughs> <every> day. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, we recorded the... Uh, pro- Intellectual maybe? property of fashion, so maybe yeah. like our my mindset was already in like a fashion zone. But it was finals week because mm-hmm. that was our final project. Medico was like stressed about her finals. Yeah, stressed about not graduating.
2: <laughs> there's was a lot. Yeah, yeah. Was, that time, oh god, I gotta leave it in the past. But I mean, yeah. The we... pressure
1: cooker like made us have passion though. <laughs> like I don't know if, if we were that stressed. Like I don't know. I kind of like. Okay, anyway, let's it, tell the It was story. the
2: one thing that I was, like, looking forward, forward to. to. Yeah, mm.
1: that was definitely it. Like, once it we were
2: talking about it. So, you were uh, shopping or yeah, something? Yeah, so I was
1: really bored um, <laughs> of studying. And I really just wanted to disassociate and go into, like, la-la land, okay? And pretend nothing was happening. So, then I went and shopped. And I was, uh, I think I got an ad on Instagram or something. It was, like, um, a hoodie or a crew neck that said something in Farsi. So, I was showing Manika her stuff. And then we're like, dude, this is funny. Like, we should get matching ones. But it's not aesthetically pleasing. You know? Yeah. And then we were like, bro, we could do better than this. And I was like, no, actually, we could. It just wasn't our taste. I feel like it's more I don't like,
2: think it was... It's, it's not bad. It's yeah. more like we have, like, different aesthetics.
0: Aesthetic, yeah, 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 aesthetics. Also, I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, I think gaps also also exist in industries all the time. And yeah. And it's like, you guys are here to, you know, fill, fill that gap, so... Yeah. And...
1: No, if it wasn't for, like, that being out there, it would have been so much harder for us to even start Pash Mom Go. She, like, she led the way. Yeah. She paved the way for yeah. us. Yeah. She you inspired know?
2: you guys. Yeah,
1: it's, she was, like, the inspiration, yeah. She really was. So, anyway, we had already done, like, a lot of creative projects before for ISU. So I was like, wait, realistically? Like, if I'm thinking realistically and not just crazy, like, throwing out ideas, like, you know, being stupid with your friends... I was like, no, we could actually pull this off.
2: Yeah. And no, you were also like spitting out a ton of ideas, like for design. And,
1: uh, That's what I do. When I get hooked on a, a concept, like all these ideas flow. Yeah. And, and I, I, like, I
2: I, was just like, I have to start typing.
1: You also bought a Telfar I convinced you to buy a tel- bag that day too. <laughs> a oh, lot yeah. happened that day. No. You were doing anything but studying. Yeah, like. literally. <laughs> you up with businesses. Major purchases. Medica was also, like, spitting bars, too. She got us a <laughs> Google Doc, too.
2: Oh, I made a Google... Yeah, I made a Pinterest Google board, drive, I remember you guys started it. making the Pinterest board, like, that day. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then we yeah. were just, like, typing out, like, potential models. We literally
1: had our models ready day one. <laughs> yeah. No one, also, nobody... We were like listing, like, okay, person who's gonna handle tech, person who's gonna handle social media, person who's gonna do finances for us, person who's gonna be the photographer, videographer. None of these people that we assigned to these roles knew, like, that yeah. this business was be- <laughs> <laughs> but, like, We're just assigning our friends to different stuff. Yeah,
2: literally. You were just spitting out ideas, and I was just like, okay, wait, can you say it again? Let me try to
1: retype it. Dude, yeah. And then another thing is that made it like, wait, we-, we could actually do it. It's not just. You know, too far out of reach is. Our, we have a mutual <laughs> mutual. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, oh, no, I'm going to maybe blur his name out. I don't know if he wants. Yeah, actually, know, It's good promotion. No, this for is him. good pro- promotion. So basically, we have a friend. His name is Ziad. He made his own clothing line called Na'im Design, and we, we actually, actually both have matching hoodies from his. Yeah, line, we both right? bought his hoodies. Yeah, yeah. And it's um his thing is like having Arabic calligraphy or just like Arabic embraced in clothing, which is really cool. I'm like okay we're gonna support it's nice quality so we're like okay if he could do it we can do it too we could do it too yeah you know and he's in medica no he was younger than you too yeah
2: he's like yeah. a year younger
1: yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah he's a senior this year we're
2: like if he can do it we can do it too and then that's also another thing we're like it's not
1: impossible it is possible yeah because it's always good to industry, know someone
0: in the industry because then yeah. if you have any questions because
1: we had we knew nothing yeah, like I'm just thinking back, like we had no idea what it was gonna be, but we knew, like, okay, if he's smart enough to figure it out, and he didn't have anyone like who's in the industry either. One thing was like there was no market, or like we couldn't really find any Iranian American clothing that did what we wanted mm-hmm. in terms of like first of all, it reflects like our generation.
2: It also there was no clothing line that had modern. Sayings like the one that was probably Chala's Chal- design, Chalo's, I think that's like, what it's called. Yeah, Charles design. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one, like, it didn't really have modern sayings, like, there's yeah. like
3: like, it's
2: just, just mom, Like, yeah. Pashmom is a f- famous saying that we'll, like, get into, like, later on. We'll later. <laughs> it, or, like, Shumbalasa like... We'll like, also get into later. We'll get but, into like,
1: later. These are all new slangs in our generation that we and our friend group use all the time, and Iranians, like, in our generation living in Iran use. Yeah. But all of the stuff, like, the jokes that we saw on T-shirts and, like, hoodies and stuff, we're all, like, very tired. Like, very much just okay, we've seen that before. It's or like, not,
2: not even very used commonly. cheesy, like, joke. Yeah. Very like, millennial.
1: And unfortunately... Yeah, very millennial. Yeah, and unfortunately, it doesn't really do a great job at reflecting our culture accurately, like, up in an updated way. You know what I'm saying? Like, our culture is not just kebab and, like, I don't know, Mercedes-Benzes and having BMW <laughs> like, white BMWs. Like, unfortunately, yeah. that's what a lot of people like growing associate. up uh, associate with being Persian, like, okay, you like to flex, you know, you, you ha- have a weird yeah. accent, you know, you have Benz, YBMW, like that stuff is just like tired, like it's not funny Yeah. to make a t-shirt about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we have such a rich culture, it sh- it's a shame that there's nothing in the fashion industry that we could find on our own. That reflected that obviously now that we're in the fashion industry I found like a lot of other brands and small businesses that do a great job yeah and I love them yeah like I can give you a list and you can put it in the description of like other small businesses there's definitely a market for this stuff but at the time that we were in I couldn't find anything that was like just I don't know yeah reflected So reflected our generation it was
2: just like let's do it let's take it to our hands
1: upon, exactly. our, hand,
2: on, upon our own hands yeah, yeah.
1: Because also I feel like we're both very creative people and I had always, it's always been my dream to have my own fashion line.
0: Yeah, she's been talking about it since high school. Aww. I remember like, you yeah, talked I about it in high school. I was school. to
2: start my own thing.
0: I was I just couldn't. all
1: about like business. Yeah, you see,
0: yeah you're business savvy. So we really
1: manifested this because for years, like that was always my dream to have my own fashion 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 line. Yeah. And mine was just business. (laughs) I money.
2: mine mine was making money. Literally selling hot chocolate to like an eighth grade. Yeah, that's how
1: Pashmom started. Yeah. Beautiful story.
2: So you kind
0: of already touched on this. I guess, what does Pashmom mean? And where did the inspiration for the name actually come from?
2: Okay, so Pashmom has multiple meanings. So mom of Pashmom refers to my, as in like my Pash. And Pash, like, the word Pash it could mean, like, the hair of sheep or a lamb, like, the fluff or the hair on your body in general, or there's even, like, cotton candy, like, Persian cotton candy called Pashmak, and, um... Uh, cotton
1: candy looks like hair, like fuzz. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then, um, there's literally a, It's a word in English, too. If you search up Pash on the dictionary, it defines it as, quote-unquote, Fine woolly underhair of goats raised in northern India. <laughs> <laughs> so so it, yeah, everyone just search up Pash with an M at the end. Yeah, with an M at, at the end. So P A S H M.
1: So like passion.
0: That's yeah. like the literal mm-hmm.
1: meaning. Is like it just related to hair. And Farsi is a very poetic language, so you know they're bound to like. And we're very hairy people. So <laughs> i love the little (laughs) tie-in i'm sorry like this this answer is gonna take us a long time because there are so many definitions like Pashman, different um like different contexts that it could be used in but which is like also why we liked we love it yeah because it can mean
2: literally so many different things because
1: literally like our clothing is made of pash it's cotton yeah yeah Yeah. is like pash it's it's dang i never thought of that you know and pashman is like literally anything yeah yeah so it has most metaphors like layers on layers just wait so there's also like a slang way of using it that's mostly used in our generation uh we say pash mom which is my pash and basically it's like an informal expression in farsi that communicates like you're really surprised or shocked um Like, so much so that you have goosebumps. Like, whatever happened, like, someone says something, something happens, you're like, Pash mom. Yeah.
0: Like, Like the hair on your skin is, like, raised. Standing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Like, for example, like, if I, like, am telling Sophia right now, like... You're pregnant.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, Sophia, I'm pregnant. Pash mom. Or, like,
2: this person cheated on this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's the the appropriate response. But, like, older generations or... I don't know, you have to be, like, really in with the per- Farsi slang to know what it means, I guess. Um, but then there's, like, a longer phrase where you say Pashmom Riecht. Like, if you're feeling, like, extra wordy, someone tells you something, you know, crazy, and then you say Pashmom Riecht. But Pashmom is, like, an abbreviation of that slang. Yeah. Basically. But Riecht means my hair, like, fell off. So you're saying, like, my hair fell off. Whatever you told me was so crazy. Like, my pubes fell, my, my <laughs> ear hair fell. No, it's an inappropriate slang. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But, like... Like, it's just very poetic, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. And it's, like, something... Yeah, basically something to say, like, when you're surprised and, like... Or
1: scared. And it could be rude in some sense. Because it literally is, like, um, like, my pubic hair fell off, that's how crazy... Yeah,
2: that's, like, one of the meanings, basically, that, like, some people take it as. Yeah, like, I, I remember when the first time I was, like... Like, my cousin had said, like, pashmom. This is, like, I was in Iran at the time. And my cousin, oh, like, said, like, oh, pashmom. And I was like, what is that? And then he tried to explain it to me. And then my aunt was overhearing and was, like, telling him, like, why are you teaching her this? Like, don't teach her this. Yeah, Yeah, it's a bad word. Don't teach her this. So, like, it could be also taken as a rude, like, a rude word. But also it could mean so many different things. Yeah, like, because
1: the word pashm itself is used commonly to describe your hair, your body hair goat underbelly and northern guinea. india hair like, <laughs> yeah. you know whatever whatever you want so it's just in that context it's for some people who are more formal it's yeah. appropriate. or even like if you're
2: given a gift and you're like surprised and you're like so happy you're like oh
1: pash mom!
2: And yeah. like you're yeah. like so happy about receiving this gift you know like, sahad
1: goldshiny in her podcast does pash mom a lot too really so that's kind of how i incorporated it into my like, language or the way I speak Farsi is because, like, when I lived here before I went to Santa Cruz in high school and stuff, I didn't really have a Persian friend group necessarily. So I would just listen to her podcast and Sahara would be my friend. So <laughs> that's how I, like, incorporated it. And all my cousins, like, who speak Farsi fluently, fluently don't live here. They either live in, like, Kansas or Iran or far away. But there's another added meaning. Oh, there's more. There's more, girl. And this was obviously... Pashmom is something that we, like, na- it naturally came to us when we were, when we had the idea in the library. <laughs> yeah. we you didn't
0: have, like, a list of names? No, no, like, no, no, no. It gonna was like, it's going to be
1: nothing, Pashmom. No, we had yeah. no other name in mind but Pashmom. Like, yeah, it was bouncing wow. Pashmom. We literally had a group chat called Pashmom, but yeah. we even created the name. Like, that was our ISU, like, the board members, we we made the group, cha- group chat name Pashmom because that was what we would say all the time. Okay, yeah. so
2: it was meant to be from the jump.
0: Like, yeah, like yeah, that was our
1: word. When oh, when Sophia
2: was spitting out ideas, I was like Pash Mom.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> literally. Not, we didn't even we weren't. She wasn't saying it in a context like we should name it Pash Mom. She was just like Pash Mom. Yeah, like, that idea's good.
2: Yeah, and then later on, we're like, okay, what should we name it? And Actually, then, when you
1: said like we could do it, we could do it ourselves, I was like Pash Mom. Like we can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love so, that. Anyway, but there's another added meaning. That we <laughs> we i don't know we had to be we feeling a little bit metaphorical and sentimental um so basically pash our hair in general is has played a huge part in our character development growing up in the west because we're very hairy you know like a lot yeah. of a lot of poc are hairy and the beauty standard here or at least growing up like it's getting a little bit better but it was to be hairless as a dolphin, like, you gotta be, you gotta have no body hair, yeah, and like, growing up, I remember being traumatized by the bullying, like, I wouldn't want to wear short sleeves, I would dress modestly, not because any religion, or any, like, values I have, just because I was so ashamed of my hair, my pash, that was natural to me, and, you know, my ancestors have it, and everything, like, I was just so ashamed and embarrassed like it would be 100 degrees you know i would be wearing a yeah, long sleeve shirt crazy. and pants that's yeah to cover i it
2: remember all. i wore shorts in elementary school and then like these kids were making fun of like the like like my leg hair and then after that i didn't wear shorts until i'm pretty sure like until like beginning of high school like mm. i just didn't wear it because i was like these kids i was just yeah. even vicious like i even started shaving back in like elementary school but like, hair the hair grows so quick epulated. yeah Like, hair grows so, like, our hair grows so quick, and, like, even if I, like, did shave, like, I still wouldn't wear shorts, like, just in case it'd be prickly. Just in case. (laughs) Yeah. Or, like,
1: someone's arm, or, oh, my God, the PE locker room was the worst for me, because, like, I I would try shaving my arms, and you had to wear a short sleeve, or, like, that was, like, the uniform, you know? Unless I brought a long-sleeve shirt to wear under that, and then sometimes I, like, wouldn't put in the effort, and I sweat a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Bad combination. Yeah. Lethal (laughs) combo. Lethal combo. But yeah, like, your arm would, like, go against someone, and then
2: she'd be like, oh my god. I remember, I like, hair on my stomach. Like, oh, (laughs) FYI, I lasered everything. (laughs) (laughs) I lasered (laughs) everything. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) like, Like, they all fell. Yeah, I lasered, like, everything. But, like, before that, like, my stomach even had hair. And I remember wearing, like, tops under, like, everything I wore on days where there would be P.E. So then in Mm. the locker rooms when I would be changing, no one would see, like, my stomach.
1: Someone said, "I, I have a hair on my stomach, that's, like, this But, um, it's, like, so fake, but it kind of looks like a shadow of a six-pack. Oh! <laughs> so no remember, way! Yeah, I was changing <laughs> this with Sanaya. She was my locker partner. And she'd be like, Sophia, you have a six-pack? Oh, my God. I'd be like, no, girl, touch it. It's hair. That's <laughs> funny. a <laughs> six-pack of a hair, yeah. So, anyway, I feel like that's something that we, as a community, not just close off to Iranians, like, a lot of people can bond with in the diaspora even in iran like i mean it's more normalized than iran like there are so many resources too out there for you to get rid of your hair whereas yeah. here we're kind of like well you also like it's getting normalized
2: hair. like you like it are yeah like
1: arm hair. armpit hair is but tight, like
2: yeah. yeah it's like fine or like even arm hair is like totally fine yeah i let yeah. It, i
1: let it out now so, it took a lot for me like mentally to be comfortable yeah. with wearing having my arm hair before
2: it even being confident in it like i laser, like i started lasering back in like high school wow. like in like dude that's bad because you're still going through puberty
1: <laughs> and like your hormones are changing and
2: yeah but know. i was so determined to get rid of this hair i was like i was like i can't be bol-. like i was just traumatized like growing up so yeah. i was like i need to get rid of this hair so i just it just happened like now I don't even have a decision, because, like, I lasered everything, but, like, yeah, have <laughs> a
1: yeah. I don't have a choice anymore <laughs> to, like, let it grow because I lasered it, but... I'm still gonna get mine lasered. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't get it
2: twisted. No, it's just, like, having the choice and being it's, comfortable yeah. with whatever you want.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. So, yeah, that's, like, the more sentimental meaning of Pash Mom for us, and, yeah, it's we can all bond over our Pash.
0: Yeah. No, hair is so important. Actually, it's funny you guys say this, because... Last week I discovered this new YouTuber, I gotta send you guys her channel, but she does like commentary videos and like video essays and she did a whole video on like hair and like the importance of hair and how it's like actually way more important than people actually think. So I'll send it to you guys. But I love the fact that the name has so many connections, not only to, like, your guys' culture now, but also to, like, older um, cultural ties, like, the poetic meaning behind the word. I feel like that's really, really cool.
1: And our friendship, too. like it just. Like, <laughs> and your friendship! Like, it represents <laughs> so much. Oh, yeah. another
0: thing that I was thinking about, too, is, like, I feel like the name itself is also fairly easy for people to pronounce. I feel like that's, that's really nice. That's yeah. another thing. Because yeah. you don't want
1: to whitewash... You don't like want our, to whitewash, our whole is not to whitewash. Yeah. yeah. But we also, it's realistically, like we want non-Iranians to know about Paschmom too. Yeah. yeah. It they should know how to pronounce it. So it's
0: a good balance, I feel like, with the name. Yeah. What is something you want your customers to feel when they purchase Paschmom?
1: When our customers purchase
2: Paschmom, we want them to feel like they're connected to the um, Persian community, like no matter what their uh, background, they could be like someone who grew up in Iran. Or who grew up in America, but have, like, parents who immigrated from Iran. Or even someone who isn't Iranian themselves, but are just interested in the, like, Persian culture. And we just want everyone to feel connected, welcomed, and loved in this, like, little Pashtun community. Like, no one's not allowed to come. Like, everyone is welcomed, no matter what their background is.
1: And I feel like, obviously, you don't have to even buy our hoodies to be in the community. Like, we're also inclusive to people who, like, can't afford to buy the hoodies, because, okay, our plan for social media, guys, like, social media has been, like, my thing, my little project with it, Yeah, she's so good at it. I love social media. (laughs) I have an addiction. But, um, yeah, like, people can still be connected to what we are producing, like, the content we want to create, and, like, are kind of creating right now. We're, We're still in our baby phase. But, um... Yeah, like, it's all on social media. If you follow us, like, you can still be part of the community. I'm not trying to, like, plug anything. No,
0: plug, plug, plug. Because seriously, the Instagram is fire, you guys. Like, you guys need to go follow.
1: The content, it's it's just good. It's so good. Thank you. But it's not even where I want it to be, if I'm being completely honest. Like, it's not where I want it to be yet. Because our whole intention, when we even were in the library, like, spitting ideas, I wanted from the start it to be something where it's not just us putting out content, but people sending us content, old pictures of their family, if they're in Iran and they took, like, really cool pictures or just, like, random pictures of them doing stuff, like, send them our way. I started writing some poetry, and I was like, okay, I'll just post it on Pashmom. Like, it's still reflective of, you know, like, how I'm feeling in this moment, and it also relates to the Iranian community, too, and my identity, so I was like, okay, I'll post it there. And I would love people to, like send us poetry if they're feeling comfortable we could do anonymously or like just send us any content and then we repost it um i feel like we need to advertise that more yeah you guys need to make a
0: graphic and a google form for people to or like create an email or or something yeah or dm yeah because i feel like that would be really cool
1: yeah i know that's like my goal for the for the instagram just it to be a community or like a cultural archive yeah but then if you want to go at the extra step and support us with um like our buying our clothes we're gonna have, we have a lot in store, you guys. Just no, follow no, us no. on Instagram <laughs> because we have ways you can connect like more to the community. Like if you actually want to make a difference financially, like we're gonna have some of um, like our profit percentage go towards Iran. We have ways. The sanctions will not stop us. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna be selling some things where all the proceeds are gonna go yeah. towards Iran. So like we just want there to be a lot of different avenues for people depending on their means to be able to support and join our community.
0: No, and I love that. I think one of my favorite aspects of Pashmom so far is is the community space that you guys are creating. I really appreciate when brands do that just because I feel like it's just, it's so wholesome. I feel like also when you're coming from a culture where there's a lot of misrepresentation or lack Mm -hmm. of representation, it's really cool to find spaces like this where... you have people from the actual community kind of rewriting their narratives, So yeah. I feel like that's really cool. I love everything that's getting posted on the Instagram Thank you. Yeah. and I can't wait it's to so- see more of the stuff.
1: <laughs> Thank you. No. Okay. I forgot to say one more thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I have to rant about a little bit is how underappreciated Iranian creatives are in the diaspora. Like, not only in our own community, like, we don't even have, like, as a community, we are not even, like, supporting these people, like, the artists, you know? But then, also, like, obviously underrepresented in Western discourse and media, too. Like, I don't know, it's just so sad, because our culture, historically, has put so much emphasis on the arts, on poetry, on Mm -hmm. dance, on um, paintings, like, all these different mediums of... or creative outlets and avenues like that's part of our culture and that's what makes us proud to be Iranian and then you put your kids in like piano class violin class you force them to dance in front of the family but then you don't want them to go and do pursue art or pursue a creative outlet as a job that's so frowned upon yeah you know you want them to do something like doctor lawyer engineer you know what I'm saying so with our brand like at least with social media I've been trying to like repost other Iranian creatives and try to like connect them to each other or i did one post about like um an iranian photographer i can't remember her name right now but like posting her work so we want to be doing more of that yeah
2: and also like in terms of like getting our products we want to like try to focus more on artists in iran that are like producing like cute little tote bags or even like other products that like Mm -hmm. in any way yeah in any way like this another way to support the people that are, like, pursuing these type of careers in Iran.
1: And they're so brave to do that because the economy is really not there. Yeah! And also, like, social stigma. But at the same time, it's weird because, like, people appreciate it. And, like, Persians love nice things. Like, we love luxury. We love, you know, handicrafts and all of that. But it's hard to make a living. And we don't... Personally, I'm not seeing any brands here able to, like, be that bridge. You either buy directly from the artists in Iran or you buy from the uh, Iranian artist or any artist, like, selling that here or, like, living here, born here like us. But we we want to be able to make it more accessible. Yeah, we
2: want to be, like, that bridge. Mm-hmm. Or honestly, if anyone else do- could do that, too. Yeah, we'll support. <laughs> yeah, we'll support. <laughs> we
1: just haven't seen that. Like I would We just to. want
2: to see that happen. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. you really that. won't be able to see... Their work, unless you're in Iran, yeah, or you're yeah. just following like a bunch of Instagram accounts and like theirs pops up as a recommended, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: Passionate. no, that's good because I feel like even just with a lot of the censorship that's going on with mm-hmm. Iran, like you guys are really showing what's like behind cameras or showing what's kind of not shown in the media because the media has like a horrible image of like what Iran. As a country is and what the culture is all about. so It's
1: improving though. You guys, yeah, it's you guys improving are doing great work. Uh, the movement right now that's going on. Like, um, Ayes and I, we went to a talk in Berkeley. Um, the one with, her name was Masakimi. Mas- Mas- oh, Haikimi, yeah, she was, was so nice. she's an, an Iranian attorney. And she was saying how like she grew up in, or she was born and raised in Iran. And she moved to the U.S. She moved to Newport Beach, actually. Which is- we were laughing because
0: that's, like, hate crime central. like Yeah. Newport Beach and is- also
1: at that time. But Scary. It, yeah, she was just saying, like, yeah. growing up, like, she would be so afraid to say, like, oh, I'm Iranian. So then we all, us too, like, we say we're Persian because it's less intimidating. And she was like, now, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's such a change where when you say you're an Iranian woman specifically, people have so much respect for you because there's literally a female-led revolution, like, The probably the biggest like female-led revolution where men are supporting the women and supporting their rights in iran right now and yeah everyone just respects us so (laughs) which i've never seen before you know so yeah it's
3: beautiful
0: so we're gonna pause the conversation here i will have part two airing in a couple weeks So stay tuned to listen to the second half of today's conversation. I will chat with you guys in my next podcast episode. Bye.
3: برای توی کوچه رخشیدن برای ترسیدن به وقت بوسیدن برای خواهرم خواهرت خواهرامون برای تغییر مقصد که بوسیدن برای شمنندگی برای بی‌پولی برای حسرت یک زندگی معمولی برای کودک زبال گرد و هراز روحش برای این اقتصاد دستوری برای برای این هوای آلوده برای بنیست شده درخت های فرسوده برای پیروز و اعتمال انقرازش برای سگهای پیگناه ممنوعه برای گریه های بیوخفه برای تصویر تکرار این لحظه برای چهره ای که میخنده برای دانش آموز ها برای هایم برای این بهشت اجباری برای نخبه های زندانی برای کودکان حفظانی برای این همه برای غیر تکراری برای این همه شعار های تو خالی برای آوار خونه های برای احساس آرامش برای خرشی پس از شبای طولانی برای ورسای عصاب و بیخوابی برای مرد میهن آبادی برای دختری که آرزو داشت بسر بود برای زن زندگی آزالی